I'm Cindy Temi. I'm Gracie May. And I'm Ola Aware. And we are Frybeats. Your favourite Afropop podcast. Okay. Episode 7. We're getting better at this, guys. We're getting better at this. I really said 7. I actually went like this when I was like, Wow. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Atu, the borders are open. Songs there are. Oh, so one. Did you check out my playlist? 
No, I, no. Ooh. See that I said I did. You in the group chat, so I just did. Have lied. Maybe the ones I'm about to reference were probably on the playlist, oh, right? We'll oh. Okay, so the one I am referencing is. I just It is actually. Hold on. I don't know. Jay Annie. No. No. Not on the playlist. No. No. Well, it should be. Definitely Ghanaian. Free promo. That's Adoy. Adoa. He said Adoy. Oh. Adoa. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> shout out to um, yeah. Shout out to all my fellow Virgos. Obviously, Beyonce celebrated her birthday the day after <laughs> me. Um. Yeah. Like no, we've literally been me and her have been going strong for a number of years now. So. As in all your life, because she's yeah. older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all my life. And now that she's Nigerian, because you know she has a song which that's what they call Ore. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, yeah, the culture. She has a get it Ore. Artist collaboration with Ore. Ore. Friend. Friend. Oh, with a Ghanaian artist. Ore. Chazawali Ghanaian, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I love that whole mix up. They didn't get it. You guys were. Already. <laughs> what a wow. Oh, I was like, Chrissy, there's the plug, there's a new song. Already. <laughs> the they're like, what is the D? Because Ore is friend or gift. And then, oh, Ore is. Is that why your, your Twitter Pardon. name is Ore? Twitch timelines i said i was going to talk about it this week um so one of them was the memorial that's recently put up been put up in lewisham and actually one in peckham as well so i'll stop with the lewisham one um this page will be reloaded because i'm actually two in the podcast so the title is morals transform holdings around lewisham development aka gentrification um so what has happened was there have been colorful morals that have been painted along a sketch of white holdings surrounding development in lewisham two of which sparks the debate so one illusion starts the debate and the one that sparked in the debate so you guys will see on our screens now <laughs> is of the, um, so it was of the white guy being carried by the black guy um, from the black lives matter protest mm-hmm. and basically it's this whole thing about um so the guy's actually in question is Patrick Hutchinson carrying an injured far-right protester to safety in June, which has obviously provoked a lot of discussion because at the time it actually happened, we were saying that in order to not... It's like in order for us to come in, like to work together with um, far-right people, we have to be the really good black guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like this is the image that they've now put all over um, Lewisham. Mm-hmm. They've also subsequently put it on a bank note that has been featured in Peckham, Queen's Road Peckham, on a £5 note. And it's just like... Do they have the ability to do that? Or is it because it's Peckham and they can make up notes? And of all places. Of all places. But it's just like, it's just... It's like we're trying to be deemed as this role model as how you yeah, have to yeah, act yeah. to be black. Yeah, yeah. To be accepted. To, yeah. to be the kind black before anything can be like... And I just feel like it's, just, it's a bit mad. Like, I do think... Have you guys seen it? I, have, I, have, I do think sometimes when I try and figure out like what, what is the part of the culture that makes us think that that is what we need to do, mm. I think there's multiple things. I think one of them is around the idea that um, like you are literally told you have to be work twice as hard to be to get half as much. Mm-hmm. You have to you, you're told from the, a young age to be palatable and so on. So then you're extra polite to the people that are rude to you. That's just how you get by. In life, and yeah. so that's that's what we're told. But I also think that it is very innate within the culture to one just not want stress and two I can't come and die. Do you know mm. what I mean? And so because we just want things to be easier, you would rather do that then have to fight. Mm. And I think we, we then take our fights to look different. 
personally. That's yeah. that's that, that's how I would do. I I'm not. Like so I'm not saying it's well. right, but mm. I feel like. Apart from like being taught to be palatable, like you know, everything that's inherently black is always demonized. Mm -hmm. So, whether it's like speaking ghetto, if that's a thing, or yeah. using colloquialism, or gesticulating with your hands, mm -hmm. or like raising your voice in joy or in passion, anger, yeah. right? A passion is always, oh, you're really passionate, aren't you? Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, oh my god, guys, I've got to give you a work story. So, this um, week. <clears throat> I got removed from leading a project. Oh. Um, and the long story short is I've been chasing the client for a year, since last November. Mm -hmm. Are you ready to start? 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 Now, um, I now sent a strong email after a year of chasing, saying, um, you know, if you're not ready to start, just let us know, mm -hmm. because I've got a team that I've prepped and primed to do the work. And every time you don't reply, I've got to move money out. It's you know, messing up our forecasting, it's messing up the team, blah, blah, blah. And they now came up with a strong email saying, I'm bullish, oh, I'm wow. rude, and I'm insensitive. I've forgotten who the client is. There's no way I should be speaking to them like that. But that also indicates why they went with another company to do the build and just us to do the audit. So, um, and he was like, and now I'm raising this as a formal escalation. Wow. So luckily, well, not luckily for me, my, my managers and senior management back to me, they were like, yeah, um, there's nothing you know, inherently yeah. rude or wrong with what you've said. Mm -hmm. And after a year of chasing, at some point, you do have to put a strong email in, otherwise, mm -hmm. when yeah. is the money gonna land? When is the project yeah. gonna land? But they then had like a secret meeting without me, and it was decided that based on the furtherance of the relationship, that it was probably best if they had another project manager. Mm. That's crazy. And I was just like, if a white man had done this and mm. been assertive, which is all I was, mm. I wasn't even assertive. I was just like, oh, um, you said you're not ready to start. If you had told us three months ago, I would have been chasing you weekly. Mm. There's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. But that's what Cindy said. Like, you always crazy. have to be the palatable, kind, yeah. easygoing black person. Yeah. Otherwise, you're the scary bully. And I just, to, there's nothing... Like, I can be shady as hell, but there's nothing intimidating about me, yeah. in my opinion. You know what? I'm crazy. That's about it. You know what I think as well, like, so I never in the workplace, sorry. No, it's fine. Exactly. This week I've been consulting at an organisation with regards to diversity and inclusion and a lot of things that have happened, mm. and the black experience of some of the staff members, mm. and it's been really interesting, and I think, like, everything you're saying just rings so true that it's a bit like... The, the example here is that if it was a white person, it would never have even got to the stage of a formal escalation. Right. So the fact that we even have to now say that, like, the, the insult in all of this is that your manager didn't see that, one, that wouldn't have happened, and two, that now the, the solution is to take me off the project when you should back me. Like, that's the problem. Like, so actually, we're sitting here insulted about the idea that you're not backing me. But mm. there's so many stages before that. Mm. Before that yeah. We wouldn't be in this situation. Like, one of the things I said, I think when we talked about the police before, um, I think F BAME police officers, to use the term for the sake of the term, BAME police officers are twice as likely to get a formal complaint than their white cops. Of course. Because who's doing the complaining? Karen. <laughs> it's a joke. Like, Which is my like, sister's name. Oh. <laughs> oh, I actually always was thinking, what is it like to be a black Karen? Can yeah. she come on and tell us? She really doesn't like the term. <laughs> <laughs> and no, it's a Karen. Oh, wait, actually, we, we were at the protest together. Yeah, we were. And yeah. they kept, there was a 
sign that said Cameron and um, she took a picture in front of it and it was a display picture. Oh. Kind of hilarious. Um, but no, your point is true. Like, I just, yeah. I'm, I'm over it. Because mm-hmm. you're right, it should have never got to the point where I was chasing for a year. Yeah. If it was another white female colleague, blonde with blue eyes, they would have been like, oh, this seems like, they, they would have been yeah. like, it's quite stressful. Yeah, yeah. Like, just something else. Have they seen your blonde hair? MZ hair. Because they need to know. No, but anyway, sorry, I really took us on a work. No, story. you had to. It's always been There's been a gap for. Um, sorry, sorry, work. <laughs> hey, somebody's got a new job. Somebody's got a new job. Hey, somebody's got a new job. Hey, somebody's got a new job. skills that enabled me to get my new job so how um but you, the bees? <laughs> you don't know about me okay so let me just start this another topic on um the twitter timeline <laughs> is a tweet from uh, an individual but basically says Wait, you never told us what the you never told us what the mural said oh yeah we really didn't get we didn't, to we didn't oh shame yeah, yeah. The, mu- um, the mural what does it say? It was about that guy. Yeah, but what okay, was the... Okay, what's the slogan on that? Okay, guys. Oh, <laughs> so we're just saying, basically, whilst we're always trying to be like, they want us to be like the nice black before we get treated with respect, somebody actually painted over the mural in Lewisham and said, we don't carry racists around here. <laughs> we run them out. We run them out. And that just needs to be a message for you guys. Don't think we're going to be doing that. One, we're not in America. And that's one thing I say about the blacks in the UK. We are not... In America, We're not the we ones. even if we get treated in the same way as a result of our mad behavior, we are mad. We will still express our madness the before. Views no, no, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna sign it. I'm mad. Yeah, it's the first thing a lot of my people that have said to me when they've encountered Karen like people in the UK. The first thing my people have said to me that they've said to them is, "We're not in America, you know." we're not in america you know like that is it like that's the first and foremost we're not in america whatever happens to me as a result of cool but at least in the uk i know for a fact that i'm gonna and no disrespect to the americans out there i don't know what it's like to be black in america i know it's very different but in the uk we're definitely exercising our mouth first you know what i think that is though i think there is a real ability i think so one of the things that i think that just completely makes it very difficult and different to navigate being black in the UK um, is that the UK is too polite. So because they, they're too polite and so even I, in their racism. Exactly. And so that's why we oh, have no, 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 no. I'll take me that I'll take me that that was that was actually really good. Um, but um, because they're so polite, it's sort of as though they don't one they they don't know what they're doing. So that's why I feel like here you get microaggressions that are so much worse than in America. Because mm-hmm. I feel like people generally don't even realise that they're being racist. And then when you confront them with it, it's more insulting that you've called them a racist 
that the racist incident they put you through. Mm -hmm. And so it just continues to pe perpetuate this. But I really think it comes down to the idea that the culture of being British is to be to p polite, to navigate around the conversation and not have it. But we, as black people in Britain, <laughs> are not first, British. second generation. I mean, we're not third, fourth, fifth generation like they are in America. We're, we're not palatable to that understanding of how to speak. Me, I speak directly to the point. Because Nigerians have no tact. Exactly. And that's so, the one cherry that we've been able to pick from the tree and use it exactly. to our advantage. To our advantage. And actually what that means is that we speak directly to situations and it challenges people. And then we get called bullish. Mm -hmm. Then we get called aggressive. Then we get called whatever name under the sun that actually is really just the idea that oh so because i asked why there's a problem mm. should i have even said oh could you give me a reason as to how that came about fluff fluff, fluff. they love oh, fluff it's not a day I just want to i'm know. rolling eyes because literally my manager was like yeah there was nothing wrong with what you said it's just how you said what did i say that was wrong if mm -hmm. i'm delivering the same message please does it really matter also, yeah because my hands I'm were going like this in the business of building Fluffing. a relationship but that's not my problem i'm here for time but just go yeah nine pay me my Money, money. Uh, in this life, but you know why I really like that because, um, I don't know if you guys saw during lockdown, um, Tommy Robinson actually relocated to Spain, yeah, <laughs> no really way. yeah, during a pandemic, yeah. So, really? apparently, because they run him up, sorry, even did <laughs> arson on it, not which is quite attempted serious, arson. attempted arson, yeah. I think, or maybe they just. I, Rumor had it on Twitter that somebody just lit up some poo poo and put it on his doorstep or his letterbox or something. Is poo poo? Uh, let me see. Yeah. Um, and so he said he was scared for his life, and so he relocated to Spain with, with his, his wife family. and kids. And everyone was like, "Oh, the irony!" Because when you have migrants, asylum seekers coming to this country mm -hmm. oh, looking for a safe haven, you're the one saying that no, it's not allowed. You're coming to take over the country, but you're allowed to go to Spain mm -hmm. to do the exact same thing. Right. <laughs> wow, amazing. You don't respect. <laughs> it's actually that simple. You don't and even, even the fact that I said migrants for white people, but asylum seekers for black racism, people or yeah. others just shows how ingrained the yeah. racism is. But there you go. That, it's, that level, <coughs> it's that level of covert and it's that level of insidious. So you were about to jump into another story when we reminded you that we hadn't finished the first. Yeah, well, so no, that was just the message is basically don't think you can run up on us like that because we're actually. <laughs> <laughs> we're about to run you out. We're about to run you out. Sorry, that had just to run with Adele, but. Oh, right, should we do that? I think we should because we're okay. actually going to go on to Jamaican men right now, but we can talk about Jamaican Adele. For China bugs. Afro pop related. Those China bugs were You guys serious. obviously would have seen the image of Adele. If you haven't, here it is. <laughs> so let's now now i'm i just want to tell you first and foremost i'm not offended by it because if you choose you're to not be, i'm not jamaican <laughs> i'm not jamaican <laughs> you're right and and it's true because a lot of, on twitter they were saying that you know what maybe the africans should just sit back on this one <laughs> it's actually not our place to one fight sit for their offense down, what you mean you know, sit back down what you mean <laughs> for me <laughs> Um, but yeah, like obviously, okay, so I'm not gonna share whether I'm offended or not. As Africans on the panel, right? What? what but then the Bantu knots. We're gonna question that because obviously we want to take that. As Jamaicans call them, Chinese bumps. China bumps. Yeah. Ah, interesting. 
Um, what are we thinking of that image? I mean, if you guys know um, Adele's Don, is she in Jamaica? Was she there for Usain Bolt's party, or was she in the she UK? She was in London. Oh, she did that in the UK. Okay, so that was <laughs> she did that in the UK. The shame. <laughs> the UK. Okay, cool. Whatever. She did it during the carnival weekend, so that makes kind of sense. Um, so yeah, she spotted those those that outfit, the Jamaican flag. I think it was a bit yeah, Jamaican flag has a little bralette situation. Ooh, nice. Yeah. And um, showing off her new figure. Woo, go Adele. Yeah. Um, divorce weight loss. That divorce weight loss. China bumps and the feathers. I didn't even. Yeah. Share feathers. There were. I mean, they were very unelaborate. Sparse. Yes. Great. They barely. She was the other thing. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. Wings, the, the wingspan was her shoulders. Mm. It was just it was a bit loose. There wasn't enough heavens. Okay, anyway. but I, I mean, looking, re-looking at the picture, it does look like she was forced to do that. She looks um, extremely uncomfortable. Very, very okay. comfortable. So yeah. she grew up in Tottenham, innit? I'm a Totty girl, so I'm going to just speak on her behalf. I've even though I'm not seen you, Donnie. Um, uh, no, I never have, um, but I also haven't gone on the weight loss journey that she has. So true. when it happens, you heard it here first. I'm gonna skin out my belly, look clean, and oh, you know, well, after being in a magazine, right? Well, would, you know? would you know? No, okay, no, bear in mind. Right, think about the twenty senior was her Wretch free to chip. Like all of all of Sorry, us or them the came up in the same <laughs> era, and like, especially when you have you seen her talk? Have you heard her talk? She's from ends. She's about it. Like I don't think it was supposed to be offensive. I don't know. I mean, she does the gut hands. Yeah. But when she did karaoke when she um, I don't know if you guys have seen a clip. And she yeah, did yeah. the Nicki Minaj yeah, yeah, bar yeah. for bar, not in an American accent as well. Like she was giving. Yeah. She's she's a good I think I, think I love all, it. I, in all honesty, like I think in terms of when you talk about things like cultural appropriation, I think the appropriation of it is when it's when it's benefiting, you're taking a piece of the culture to benefit you. And you're not giving credit. Exactly. Yeah, Neither of which she did. She was just like, it's carnival kind of weekend. Um, <laughs> what? What? No, let's finish what we said and we're going to come back to what Cindy said. But yeah, culture like, appropriation. Yeah, definitely. She, didn't, she didn't steal anything. <laughs> yeah. She definitely credited it because she was like, this is what we do yeah, in my weekend. end because yeah. it's carnival kind of weekend. Yeah, yeah. Big up London, my favourite town in the world or whatever she said. Yeah. I think that I think the whole conversation about it was more just to be honest i think if the feathers weren't as sparse if the um if the leggings the feathers weren't as sparse the leggings and the no don't do that (laughs) (laughs) the leggings and the um bikini matched and you know the bantu knots weren't there I just, I just don't understand. The no, choice. but remember last season we even had an argument about Jackie Ina using the carnival thing for her makeup. And they were mad. That, that was that was okay. because she was using it for something. And that was a black something. woman. She was using it for something. What is the girl doing? She just came to come and show off body. <laughs> Take body. Easy, easy. <laughs> that was an issue. She just came. This. She didn't. She didn't benefit anything from it yeah, apart from the cloud of everyone being like, "Oh, okay, your body's looking a bit." Smaller. I just love the fact that there were so many re- remixes. Um, Wayne Wonders, No Letting Go. They mixed it with um, um, Set Fire to the Rain. Various definitions. Oh, what Rolling in the Deep with um, um, uh, a Get Busy background. Sean um, <laughs> Paul. And you know what? No, the the internet, internet is undefeated. undefeated, undefeated. Sorry, now to your point, Cindy, because you're really <laughs> holding in something. No, so my only thing is that I, if we, if it's one wall for one person and for another, I get it. But I feel like there's been many times, like me seeing that image, I'm not going to lie to you, it is for the ears. Like I'm not fussed by white girls wearing braids or extensions. Just a, a regular, regular white girl wearing braids or extensions. That's not, it is whatever. Do whatever you want to do. Extensions is one thing. I think braids I do take. Umbridge too. Okay, so if so, why though? Because Adele is wearing bantu knots with 
braids. She's used it to and she's tied it in bands. I'm just thinking it's never consistent. But anyway, on the subject of the Dell, I'll just say my piece. I just think. She. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what it is? I just think she just looks absurd. But, <laughs> and she, that's just facts. Point back. But the thing is, if so it was my white friend, I'm. Well, it could never be. I'm not. You're not rolling out of the house like that. To be honest, even my bridging. I just feel like if she was gonna do it, she should have done it a hundred. I don't understand. What else was there? Someone said there was only blackface missing. (laughs) (laughs) No, when I say a hundred, no, no. I mean, okay, let's put Adele in the image of. Remember, we're not comparing her to the girl that um, did it for the makeup brand because she. Thank you because she took away from the culture and didn't give back. That was the reason why that cultural appropriation phrase was used. In this situation, Adele didn't benefit anything. Unless she gets signed to a record label. (laughs) But I mean, she didn't intend to. I think she was just living in her moment and Mm. in her flex. Yeah. What I don't understand, the only thing that I took from that is that in all of you, with all of your friends and how down you are, and the idea that you hide your forehead because of your wigs anyway, why did you choose Bantu? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, she was she should have had Bantu. No, life. they should have been down here because that, that forehead situation was I, wild. There was no reason it for was, that. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. Did she not think so? You, she's the one that wears wigs because she says that she's self-conscious about it. And then you didn't went yeah. to... Yeah. You didn't went to me, I don't do bantu notes. You yeah. went to do bantu notes. I mean, that was the thing that I took from it. I mean, it seems really random and trivial and it's like, Adele, do what you want. Like, I do rate you, but I just think if it was me and I'd done all that weight loss, I just want you to look at my body, not my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> that is not where I put you. That's just not even... So, okay, what are we saying? Are you offended by it? I'm not offended. But we're not... I'm we don't not have a place to say... Right. Yeah, okay, I think the wider conversation, though, that I did see some Jamaican people saying, oh, that's my last piece, was that her whole career has benefited off of black culture. culture yes, like a white girl sounding black in the same way Amy Winehouse did it mm-hmm. and all these others, and that this was just another, like, I guess, cherry... I've said a lot of cherries this episode. Mm-hmm. Another cherry on top mm-hmm. with her just just using the culture again. To me, I didn't see any use. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't see her using it. Mm-hmm. But if that's the culture you grew up around, all your brethren are black, you speak like us, you eat our food. Like, mm-hmm. like apparently she's always in Peppers and Spice um, on Tottenham High Road opposite the McDonald's. Um, yeah, eating Kalaloo. I mean, eating, I'm always at a son in Woolwich, but I'm screaming. That doesn't make cute. I get it, I get it. If I sat in the garage, I'd buy a car. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think your point, Cindy, though, however, about the idea that... (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to production. (laughs) Whoever you are. (laughs) (laughs) We know who they are. No, no, no. I mean, no, I'm in production in terms of the people that made the song. Oh, shame. Okay, no. Shout out to our production, definitely. (laughs) Our productions, guys. No, but I think think your point in terms of the idea that we pick and choose when we want to Mm. be offended offended is true. But I feel like there is... You know what makes it really difficult is that there is there's not one black experience. That's not what, and we also haven't defined where we're trying to go with this whole Black Lives Matter. So all we the know, money, all the like, the money. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't defined the end goal in terms of equality. We haven't defined, <laughs> we haven't defined any of those things. So then, actually, the stages along the way, there's got bound to be conflict because we're all navigating this newly together. But there is a general feeling of what is central, and it's the idea that when you're part of the culture, you've grown up in it, and you're 
you're, it is you. Do you know what I mean? The same things that the, you, you are a real ally. Boy Which she is. She gave oh, away then it's her like, back Grammy to, to Beyonce. Because she said it was going to be an album. Yeah. And it was. At some point in time, it's like, yeah, like you, you really do ride. So, yeah. yeah she's, a, she's an ally. Yeah. Adele is an ally, so shout out to and her. And then the flip yeah. side is always, oh, if Gracie can come up on here with her blonde straight wig. I just, that's a very Appropriate in white culture. No, she's not. Why no, can't Adele have her China box? I also so Am I an avatar? I think we need to have a conversation on that in another episode because that's always seems to be the argument. And someone that sells hair, wigs, and everything is hair. hair. It's a very interesting topic to have, but we can have it on another day. Another um, day, another day. But yeah, as for Adele, yeah, she's. I mean, she's an ally, whatever. But I do think there is well, a. There's a sometimes. <laughs> there's a sometimes we pick and choose who yeah, it is we want yeah. to. So let us know. I don't know what you people think. What's <laughs> um, <laughs> well, before I. Which people I don't know. Are you aware of that wardrobe? No, no, not yet. Not yet. Sponsored by Litty Committee. Litty Committee. A, a last one before I round up, just on the subject of Jamaica, there was a tweet that went out. It says, Never met a Jamaican man that can't cook, but Nigerian men will quiz you on every dish, but not don't even yeah. know the ingredients for common jello fries. From the sofa with their legs on the on the kitchen counter. Oh no, on the table. Okay, so we are agreeing with her. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Um Do you know if that's true. I, I, okay, ooh. Um, Should we say our views and then you Say your views, up? yeah. I'm only going to round up. I'm oh, not going to have a you start. Oh, okay, I think it's completely true. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I think we, are, we have to deep it from the generation that we're in, right? And I always say that. I think our parents' generation... The our, our parents... <laughs> I'll read this. We've said this before, right? Our parents' generation were the first generation of women who were in that like weird scenario of actually now starting to work as well always also expected to do all of the things that a housewife would do mm. even they were they were working and they still had men that were sort of belligerent in their expectation that women were going to cook and work right mm. we then have seen those mums and seen those fathers mm. and those fathers have raised the men that we are dating mm. so in reality most of those men are not going to be sitting there thinking anything other than the idea that this should be somewhat of the norm mm. you're not going to in one generation eliminate this idea of like you're the woman and so you should be in the kitchen and we see that and we cut it off you oh is this your expectation we're not dating anymore like as in like <laughs> we're done because actually like in that suit i don't have the energy to teach someone mm -hmm. out of that and i feel like we have to do that more with nigerian men than you would have to do with jamaican men so i think the tweet is completely true i think similar but slightly different lines so my grandma actually was like a working woman she was a secretary and while my granddad was out here doing bits and bobs so i feel like maybe i'm a generation forward mm -hmm. um <clears throat> but even saying that because my my grandma was a working woman my mom was then cooking from the age of like nine mm. and then inherently because my mom was a working woman i was also cooking from the age of like 10. Mm. so i feel like um and my my okay let me not go there but i feel like my male cousins were also in similar like if you come from an immigrant family where your parents are doing more than one job mm -hmm. somebody has to cook mm -hmm. and you're not going to be waiting for your mom after she's done two 12-hour shifts to come home and cook mm -hmm. so I, I don't know i feel like that's not an excuse anymore mm -hmm. <laughs> yay but also equally um i feel like the arguments i was seeing on twitter was that like oh because a lot of and this is very stereotypical because i feel like there's as many single parent African families are there, as they are Caribbean, but this is the argument I saw, so I'm just gonna say it, that there's more single mothers from the Caribbean, um, from the Caribbean in the UK, so the boys are forced to become more domestic. I also, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not against that argument. Um, I don't know the stats to say that that is it, but I do also think that 
in, I don't think the Caribbean are the same in terms of having a very matriarchal and or patriarchal society mm. just because of how the household is. Mm. So I think because of that, it's anyone's game. Do you know what I mean? And so and even then, I even feel like even lumping them together, for me, my conversations with Caribbeans differs quite drastically to Trinidadians. You know what? Every house for themselves and God for all of us. Mm. <laughs> if you like, don't cook. But I think we need to pay homage to those. <laughs> like, don't those that don't cook <laughs> won't eat. And I think, you know, on, we, there are a number of... I'm going to link below. We're going to link below, actually, the link to some very popular um. <laughs> um, Nigerian male chefs out there. But no, you know what though, sorry, I think that is very, <laughs> not disingenuous, but there are so many black Nigerian chefs that I can help mm. link to, doesn't mean it translates to the actual the household. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, 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 that's, that's a money Because the guy that owns 805, and, ta- oh, and Tasty, and, and Tommy's Kitchen, Tommy's in the name, they're all men. Mm. Do they go home and cook? Mm. Do, do their sons cook? Yeah, yeah. Come on, piss me off. Yeah. But then... Sorry, let's not do that. Let's say Jamie Oliver, um, oh and what's God, the other one? Gordon Ramsay. Twizzlers. Twizzlers? Are they back? Jamie Oliver has finally been defeated <laughs> 20 years later. <laughs> but um, no, sorry, my point was that um, I don't ever feel like we, we have that conversation when it comes to white male chefs. Mm. Oh, I don't really care. Oh! Oh, <laughs> oh I don't the views of Cindy Timmy. But is it because both the males and females can't cook? Or? Oh, okay. So, on that note, um, <laughs> I am going to round up. I know I've taken on all your opinions and I understand. Like I said, I wasn't really going to give much of an opinion on that, but I just want to point out to some of the comments. And I could say, based on my experience, that yes, a lot of Nigerian men that I know do not cook. However, I can name a few that do. However, some of the comments have said. You can tell this one's jollof is not edible without stew. <laughs> Somebody has said, based on my experience, she's telling absolutely no lies. She's definitely not the Nigerian men that... She's definitely not met the Nigerian men that can cook. And somebody said, Ra, funny enough, I was thinking about this today. As a Nigerian living in Jamaica, I must admit I am disappointed in Nigerian men. But of course, there's plenty exceptions in both cultures. I don't know. Let us know what you guys think. Um, it's going to be easy to say that, yes, we can cook, especially if you are one of those ones. But as a majority of cases... I think she has a point just saying taste with timmy hashtag um let us know your thoughts and opinions on our twitter timeline topics this evening um let us know whether you felt adele was appropriating culture in her sexy bantu knot <laughs> let us know <laughs> <if> nigerian <laughs> <laughs> let us know if nigerian men can't cook or won't cook Ooh, and Lewisham, yeah. racist. Let us know out. if you're running them racists yeah. down in the comments below. And or if you're carrying them, are you one of them? Anyway, but for the full episode, make sure you guys check out us on all the streaming platforms that's across your Apple, Spotify, and everything else. And make sure you check out um, SoundCloud and um, like, share, comment, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a friend, and follow us on all our platforms. I'm Cindy Temi. I'm Ola Weird. I'm underscore Gracie May. Thank you. We are Frobeats. See you next week. Frobeats Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. See you. <laughs>